0: talks over the time theory podcast i am rob your host and today i am accompanied by two wonderful people firstly kayla is back because we're doing more episode reviews and we are joined by the wrestling sort of collar of maverick how are we doing mav well good okay hear the rattling nice (laughs) how are you kayla
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: It's good. I feel like I haven't seen you in weeks, even though we live together. So.
1: <laughs> this is the only time that officially counts as seeing each other is when we sit in front of one another, staring at each other, talking. So.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because so we don't
1: do that anymore. No, we don't do that at all. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, folks, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, we thought we'd do a couple more episodes because you seemed to like the last ones. So, yeah, episode three. This is one we hadn't seen. Um, what's it, our favorite? What's it called now? Hi. Moment there it is called a place of safety so we'll start with Nynaeve being a badass
1: yeah I mean so at the end too you know she shows up and it's really exciting and then we get to see that whole situation play out and you know Rob and I have talked about this a number of times when I was reading the books I don't like Nynaeve I didn't like her initially um in the books and he kept you know, just keep going, see if you change your mind. She's got a lot of growing to do and I can honestly say that after reading all of the books uh, my opinion never changed. However, in the small amount of interactions that I've seen so far, uh, including into episode 4, I really like Nynaeve. And I really like how they start to build the relationship between Lan and Nynaeve um, in the, this first scene where they're interacting together and you know he he's trying to get her to help moiraine and understand the situation and you know he explains that he lost the, the kids i guess i don't know if that's the right way well i mean they're kids to you and i yeah 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 kids. <laughs> kids works yeah we're gonna call them kids um i i love when she goes after him and he's shocked like you actually tried to kill me. Oh, you
0: actually tried to kill me.
1: It. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It is. It really is. Um,
0: and kudos to her for actually trying to kill him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, that's ballsy. Yeah, walking
0: the walk. She's not just talking. It's not just like I'm going to kill you if you don't tell me. She's like, well, you didn't tell me, so I'm actually going to try and kill you. Like kudos.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I definitely like. No, I love the direction that they're taking the relationship in. Um, one of the complaints that I had from the books. That Rob got to listen to because <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing if not opinionated and vocal. Um, was I didn't like how they just kind of were like poof in some sort of relationship. There's a lot of stuff that was off page that happened that was maybe alluded to but not not really played out, and so, now we get to see it. So,
0: if we'd seen Lan uh, almost get skewered by not in the books, might you have liked Naive a little more in the books perhaps?
1: Um. I don't, I would have liked the relationship more if I got to see a little bit more of the development, the tapestry of it. Exactly. But that does not change her. (laughs) It would not address the reasons I don't like her.
0: (laughs) But we'd like the relationship more. Yes, I, I
1: would, it would be more believable for me. It would be more, it would be an easier pill to swallow.
0: I mean, what better way to start a relationship than by trying to kill each other?
1: I I mean yeah. yeah yeah forged in fire man forged yeah I like have, it.
0: have a turn on a water 101. try and stab them
1: <laughs> first stalk them yes. and follow them when he he clearly has a high opinion of himself like mm-hmm. how could you possibly have found yes me? the
0: king of drama you know <laughs> he's like come on ask your question I know you want to ask how did you find us well, I didn't say I was going to answer so just ask it, yes right? I know.
1: <laughs> Their, their interactions are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I love I love the foundation of the their relationship. And, um, you know, naive begrudgingly helping Moraine. and yeah. I was a little um, disappointed when she was adding her little pulstice to uh, Moraine's injury and was like, you know, acknowledged the water bond and that if she feels pain, that he will also feel pain. And then he didn't even flinch. So I felt not, like it was unnecessary for her to acknowledge it if he wasn't even going to like bat an eyelash.
0: Well, yeah, but that's Lan, isn't it? He doesn't.
1: Yeah, yeah but then he's dramatic AF about other things, so it's just like <laughs> well, pick no, a lane, man. He's
0: trying to save face now, but like, I'm oh, going cause all the pain you need to because I can handle it. Yeah, you know, I see. You think I'm not strong enough to handle this because you think I'm not too. I'm too good. I'm uh, not good enough to. Um, to outtrack you or out, you know, hide from your attraction So I'm going to show you that you can cause pain to my isodire, necessary pain, to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't. I, I, it, it might be excruciating as far as you're concerned, but it's not going to affect me at all. So you know, he's trying to save face here because you think that's you know, what it is. Yeah, I think that's what. You it try is Trying to
1: impress the lady. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you I'll know? give you
0: that. How, just... how to impress a Malkiri, Try and kill them. How to impress a wisdom? um Suffer through any pain they think is excruciating without batting minded
1: eyelid. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'll I'll accept that. I'll accept that.
0: <laughs> but yes, we do. We're we're very much on the the land and naive right We're we're enjoying this a lot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Their so. their interactions and it just gets even better as we continue to go along. It does. Um, <laughs> and lucky Zoe. Oh her. fuck yeah! <laughs> like I times I wish I would have reconsidered my career in the corporate world and become an actress. I know, right? So, would I have been cast for naive? Absolutely not. Maybe an IEL, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's got to, I bet there's going to be some good looking Aielman, so, you know. Yeah, there, they're maybe not, not Daniel They're <laughs> not
1: Henney. Laniel yeah,
0: Henney. Yeah, Laniel Henney. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, who would have thought, um, God, kid just, <laughs> there's got to be a Power Rangers joke in there somewhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're big fans of uh, of that matchup here, um, so as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, we've got, everyone is split up after the second episode, so we right, moves on to to Matt and Rand, and I I, I love this um, story of uh, of Matt who was once a little chilly. Um. <laughs> 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 oh, we're funny now. That's new wrinkle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I did appreciate that. I did. It's almost this acknowledgement that Rand has been this stoic, you know call it call a spade a spade he's been boring yeah I'm, like i have not been that excited about him um and that's okay you know he has a lot of stuff to, that's gonna happen to him that's gonna force him out of that but i i appreciated the little glimmer of humor mm-hmm. and matt calling his ass out on it that was <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like the antagonism there
0: yeah they, they get to like the top of the hill and it's just like see and he's like that's not how roads work you know or that's not how maps work or anything of that i can't remember the exact line but it's like that's not how it works and <laughs> they're just like come on dude just suck it up come on we're here it's fine you know <laughs> but yeah they are. Um, i don't know the, the pairing of those two it's it goes i mean it's more in episode four um but i i love how their their friendship is is getting quite strong there because in the books they don't spend a lot of time together really do they
1: no no, not not exactly. that I can recall.
0: And I always felt that Rand was closer to Matt than he was to Perrin.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Which is interesting because it, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of relationship development in the books in general. Mm. I think that's, you know, obviously just not something that Robert Jordan was great at.
0: No, Robert <laughs> Jordan sucked at relationships. I think we can all definitely say Any that. Any type
1: of relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that he did do to a, a greater extent i feel like we're very flawed but yeah i i like i like seeing it on the television seeing their relationships develop and i think it's really important and it's really enjoyable too
0: yeah i agree you
1: know little hints of humor here and there even if it's silly stuff like, yeah it's a it's a heavy book series it's a heavy topic like <laughs> the end of the world um is literally
0: in the balance
1: yeah so i think you know little things like that are really enjoyable yeah the, and the chemistry between the two of them, because you can almost feel Rand trying not to give into Matt's playboy silliness happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at least in my opinion,
0: yeah. I mean, they do fall out later in the episode a little bit. Yeah, they do. But but we'll we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, we meet Tom now as well. What did you think of Tom? Tom's quite different for the book.
1: Tom's hot. Tom... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tom's a silver fox. I'm here for it.
0: Is so that uh, silver or grey? I mean, they're both types of silver, they're both types of grey, aren't they? So, well, obviously, grey is a type of grey. I think gray's. the
1: expression is silver
0: fox. Is it silver fox? Is it? I
1: mean, at least in the US. I don't know what you're doing here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tom is hot. There Tom go. is hot. Hashtag hot Tom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, he's dark, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Um, when he was singing with his raspy voice and everything, that was. Um, I liked it. I, I liked his introduction. I think it was well done. He like swaggers in. Yeah. You know gets his guitar and starts singing and then is basically like yeah now I'm done. Yeah. Give me money.
0: To be honest I was, I, I liked it. I really did like it. I love the look of Tom. I was disappointed that you know oh the Gleeman's about to do an, you know, do another song type thing and it was, admittedly it can't be like a five minute song in a show. Yeah. Um, but it was that short song and then he was just like right I'm done. Pay me. And I was just like, well, like, could we have not been introduced Tom like mid singing or something? You know, as if he was coming towards the end of a set. You know, I feel like that, you know, they could have come into the inn. If I had a criticism here, I've got a criticism, folks. It happens. I know I love the show, but I'm going to criticize it a little bit. I feel like they should have come in and then gone to the bar to talk to Dina, Dana, Dana, whatever her name is now, Dana. And then she's like, shh no the innkeeper the innkeeper the gleeman is performing and then we look over unknown to us we've had him performing the entire time and then they look over and there he is and he finishes off whatever song he's doing and we get what we saw I feel like that could have no it just felt like he he specifically got up on stage did like a 30 second song got down and was like pay me and I know Tom's arrogant but you know that was was a little too much for me in that respect so
1: I mean, it it didn't bother me, I think. Again, you know, thinking about the fact that it's a show. Yeah. And the amount of time. I think what you're talking about could have worked, but it would have been... Would it have been believable that he was already performing and they walked in and just totally didn't acknowledge that he was performing? Well,
0: I don't know. It's not
1: a large place. They would kind of walk right by him. And I mean, man, they'd have to be dodo birds to just not even recognize. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. I do know. It, it Maybe could, there'll be more. I'm sure there, there will be more. needs to be juggling. Like, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Of... We've, we've seen some knife throwing. Uh, yeah. We've seen some of his knife skills. Um, But yeah. No, Tom is very cool. I love it. The, the little touch of the gleaming cloak. You know, where it's all patches on the inside. Yes. Which does make sense because everyone's like, oh, where are all the patches? And it's like, well, when it's described in the books, like wrapping up the, the flute and the, um, the harp, that Rand does wrap it with the patches on the inside. So the patches are only on one side.
1: Yeah. So they have
0: it on the inside of his cloak. Is a subtle thing. I was like, you know, what? I'm okay with that. You know.
1: Yeah, I liked that. I, I we immediately picked up on it when we were watching. Yeah. It. There was like that little flap of the of the coat. It was like, oh look, there it is. Yeah. there patches. We found it. <laughs> we startled our co-star Maverick. Yes. Because we shut. We do that a lot,
0: though. <laughs> he's a little skittish, bless him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we get more excited and vocal about the Wheel of Time than when we're watching football. <laughs> I think football he's used to the Wheel of Time because there's long periods of silence and. Then all of a sudden we gasp or clutch each other, and it's like, oh God, did you see that? It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was. Um, I liked it. I think it was a good introduction. I think it gives him a little bit more depth of character. Yeah. that But I really like. Um, I like that he swindles
0: Tom. Matt. Uh, swindles, swindles Matt, yeah.
1: Out of his money. But that's um,
0: after Matt's been swindled.
1: Yeah. That's. I just. I feel like he puts him in his place, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Because Matt seems to get a little bit arrogant.
0: Yeah, I, I I appreciate that Matt sucks at everything that he becomes good at later on. Yeah. So Matt's very good at slide at hands, you know, but he doesn't notice when he gets robbed.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, but he does rob Tom Rack later in the, the episode, but... Yeah. You know, but he sucks at gambling, you know? Yeah. Obviously, in the first episode, he's losing. Yep. You know? Um, and I don't know. I think it, it's just good to see that...
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's this... like foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, only like reversed,
1: Reversed?
0: Polarized? I don't
1: know. I don't know.
0: Like, what, what's the word for opposite foreshadowing?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Reverse shadowing.
1: <laughs> Something we'll have to look up later.
0: Pri- pry shadowing instead of foreshadowing. I don't know. Um...
1: Yeah, but yeah, I like it. Um, I really like Dana. Yeah, you Dana. Um, she got a lot of attitude, which I appreciate, Mm -hmm. you know, not 90 from the books kind of attitude.
0: No, she don't take shit from these patrons.
1: Yeah. You know, and, uh, kind of the story she tells about living in a small town and not being able to escape and whatever I think was, it's, it it gives a good insight into her character and and maybe a little bit more, um, explanation as to why she chooses to wait to be the way that she is, you know? And the foreshadowing, she's the one that talks about where she wants to travel, right? Yes. Yeah, and specifically names things, you know, key points in the book.
0: Places they want to go to. Yeah, uh,
1: so I thought that Stone was Rock really Tier. interesting.
0: Um, where else? I also love the fact that the inn is called Four Kings. Yes. You know, which I didn't pick up on my first watch, but I did notice on the second one. And it's got, like, four guys outside. And yes. You know, so, and that's a little nod to a location in the books, which I really appreciated.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, little subtle things like that make it, you know... Easier when the show doesn't follow exactly along with yeah what happens in the books, which we acknowledge is next to impossible.
0: Yeah, say so Yeah, random matter on their journey and they stop at Four Kings. Well, you know, here they are on their journey in the TV show and they stop at an in called Four Kings. You know, it, it works. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then we'll skip ahead to the end here a little bit. Um, is Dana Dina? So obviously Dina dies in the books and that's Tom's lover. So is Dana meant to be Dina? And if not, why Why would you use a name so similar?
1: Why did Robert Jordan do that for any of the characters in the book? We like our
0: S name, I Sedai. Uh,
1: I mean, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's possible, yeah. Or at least, you know, like a nod to... A nod to it, perhaps? Okay. Maybe? I don't know.
0: So, Tom kills Dina. Dana? Yeah. Like... Dina Dana. Dina Dana. Dana Dana.
1: <laughs> Brutally too. Oh yeah. From behind, stabbing her through the neck. Oh, that's
0: a good throw. Like he's that good with that. Nice, he is.
1: Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good introduction to his skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Rafe knows what he's doing. He does. Um, so I think it would be like him to include little nuggets like that. I think it's an interesting idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes Tom very dark if he's killing, you know, a book lover.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, he is. He, he has no
0: qualms about killing women, either, does he?
1: No, he didn't button eyelid No, no. But I mean, she's a dark friend, right? Mm-hmm. so yes. uh, The I and the introduction of dark friends was really, it was done in I, I think in a good way where yeah. Tom's like, well, here's the sitch, okay? Yeah. There are these people out there that are gonna try and kill you. In addition to all the other people that are gonna try and kill you, these ones specifically are crazy unhinged and you know you gotta watch out for him and i like that he protected the two of them Mm -hmm. um well i mean that's and that's way jumping ahead like when she traps rand in that room oh yeah and is attempting to seduce him
0: (laughs) yeah there was a level of seduction there wasn't there that was
1: absolutely her intent and you know, when he kind She's of... She's like,
0: I, I can capture me some, some farm boys that the dark one's after, and I can get laid in the process,
1: you know? <laughs> Do you, I think it was just a distraction technique. I think she was trying to ingratiate herself with Rand and also, you know, this keep the him where, like, around.
0: You, like, you, you start smooching, you get to lay down, and saying click, and the handcuffs go on. You're like, yeah. sweet, you're tied to the bed now,
1: you know? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. But I... Uh, You know, watching it all unfold, like, there was the part of me that he is in love with Egwene. Yes. Like, there is no denying this. He has really deep feelings for her. So it's like, wait, is he actually going to do this? And then for him to pull back at the end the way that he did, and for her to be like, well, was the braid too much? I was like, what the fuck? I know. Yeah. What does that even mean?
0: I also enjoyed when they first walked in the room, and she's just like firstly she's like okay you come in this you know stay in this room here you've earned it but like no one will be able to hear anything so you you love boys can do whatever you like type thing <laughs> firstly that room has two small beds like yeah. not a big bed they can share so like there's not a lot of fucking room for them to to make up i suppose <laughs> <You know? laughs> i didn't appreciate how chill rand was just like i think i could do better if i was so inclined oh <laughs> Sorry, folks, my alarm's going off randomly.
1: <laughs> yes, because it's noon and that's what time normal people wake up.
0: Indeed, yes. Um, <laughs> I very much like that. Um, in fact, that's a line i used myself. And someone was just like, oh, God, you know, basically saying like, you know, do you find this person attractive or whatever type of thing? I was like, if I was so inclined... I think I can do that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, I like the, the way he
1: handled job. it. Yeah. yeah. I think that was great. But
0: yeah, the bed situation, I was like, they're not making up in these little tiny single beds. Like, where's the double bed, data? Come on. You know? <laughs> they can
1: always just push them together. Push
0: them together. Or there's the
1: floor. There's the floor. Get creative. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't right. let furniture or, or lack of suitable furniture be a barrier to your making up with whoever you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah, folks, your life lesson for today. Don't let furniture um, tarnish your efforts
1: in making
0: up with uh, with your your loved one. So, <laughs> so
1: weird. <laughs> you and I are weird.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, but the, the breaking down the door bit. Again, another a key bit from the books I really liked because I just watched him break down that door that, quote, a man three times his size mm-hmm. couldn't break. It was Ironwood, I think she called it.
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah. Um, and then he's just like, you know, the sound effects coming with it as well. Like he smashed it once with that extra kind of boom and then hit it again. Yoshi's shoulder must have hurt because he was actually slamming himself into that door.
1: Yeah, it looked like like it. So he must have, yeah,
0: he must have had a bad shoulder after that, surely. Yeah. Yeah. Then he knocks it down and Dana's there there just like, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, and it's, it's such a subtle use of power. Uh Mm-hmm that um if you didn't know what was happening in, in the books you're i don't think it's immediately obvious i don't think no. it's immediately like oh
0: i mean your dad picked up was like how did he break down that door but again mm-hmm. there was no, nothing to go with that it was just a no. question like oh how did you manage that your yeah didn't pick up on the the subtle sound effect to go with it or anything
1: yeah it wasn't an, o- an overt use so it was very subtly done and it was very sly yeah um and i like that i like that you know, the way the TV series is going is that they're all still four in the running for being the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. And they, they're they each doing things that are keeping us engaged and interested, you know? Yeah. Um, we see that with Wayne being able to to channel. Yeah. And we see that, you know, now potentially with Rand and knocking down the door and Perrin and whatever is happening with the wolves. Yeah. Although I think his case is maybe the weakest at this point.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like it might be.
1: Um, but there's still something.
0: Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely yeah, he's hiding something. Um, yeah, let, let's hop over to Perrin now. Um, he's run off with Egwene through the uh, Caroline grass, yes, and they're being chased by the wolves.
1: How do you remember that stuff?
0: <sighs> <sighs> I've read the books enough times. I still, I've looked at the maps in the books, you know. I haven't watched each episode like. Three or four times now. Jeez. I'm sure there's people out there ready watched, watched each episode, watched each episode about ten times or yeah, but it's
1: not like it names what that place is. The it fact does. That you can just read does it? Yeah, it does. Oh,
0: Aram tells us.
1: Oh, I guess yeah, I, don't like, oh. I don't like Aram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's weird, isn't he? Like, he is. He's yeah, so we're, gonna jump, we're gonna jump there for, yeah. There's a there's a there, yeah,
1: there's something about like mm, he's
0: so not creepy. sure about that. Yeah. He,
1: He gives me um, Heath Ledger's Joker vibes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. He's just kind of too, like, grinny and... There's a lot of grinning going on. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a fan. Which is, I mean, him and Egwene are supposed to have some sort of spark, and I think... That's a struggle for me to see with the two of them because he's creepy.
0: Yes, I mean, even during the dancing when they seem to be having a laugh, and he's clearly more into her than she is into him. Yes. You know, because he he's dragging her back to dance and she's like,
1: Where's Perrin gone? Where's my
0: wolf boy? Um, <laughs>
1: Perrin! Yes. Um, Perrin, come save me.
0: <laughs> Pegwayne as the hashtag is going around. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, just so she wears the
1: pants in the relationship itself. <laughs>
0: But um, that, those pictures of them just working on the scenes is just very cute to be yeah. able to say. Yeah, you know? it
1: really is. I like I like their, their off-screen relationship. Yeah. I think it's adorable because he's such a large man. Yes, he is. And she's not, you know, and we got to see firsthand. Oh, she's yeah. not a super large lady. No, no, no. She's, she's not tiny by any stretch of the no. imagination. She's, she's, I would say, average, but she's pretty... She's slender and yes. the two of them it's very cute. Yeah. That he's
0: he's a true. very broad man. She's not he very is. broad at all. No. Um it just she's slender and so yeah, the two it's it's a it's a fun dynamic to see the two of them chatting away. I think especially I'm gonna go back to the stage ring where he kept not getting called. <laughs> <You know>?
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish we would have been recording that so I know, could
0: Someone see. must have recorded it, surely. Yeah. But um yeah the, when Maddie comes up, it's like he sort of stumbled, gets off stage and then someone literally half his size comes up instead, you know? Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so and, um, them going through what grass?
0: The Caroline grass.
1: Okay, that grass. <laughs> them going through the grass together. <laughs> um, I like, again, I like the use of the wolves, how it seems like they're um, herding the two of them, that's what I want to think it is. That yeah. They're like, hey, these tinkers can help you. We're going to try and protect you and, and kind of guide you to a place where you're going to get food and shelter. Yeah. Um, I like that. I think it's really interesting. And then when they're huddled together trying to start their fire, um, I love all of the, the shipping that's happening. All of the people that are like, yeah. oh, is this what's going to, you know, are yeah. they going to be together now? Which I think. Oh, yeah. The next
0: time I sit down <laughs> with uh, your name twin. Kayla, yes. When we we'll, we'll do a shipping episode, we'd just be like, you know, people, are, please bring up Perrin and Egwene. Yeah. We want Penguin, You know, like <laughs>
1: um, them trying to uh, build the fire together and and both looking at each other like, was that you or was that me? Yeah. <laughs> and
0: neither know. of them seem concerned about whether which one it might no. have been. Like
1: you know, like so. he he just is like he is so accepting, and I yeah. think that's one of the cool things and something consistent again from the books is that he just is kind of.
0: I All mean, nice. it, in that particular scene in the books, he was a bit like, don't do it again, but you know, they're older, he's a bit more chilled, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I think also he was extremely cold and wet at that
1: stage. Yeah, I, I don't, don't fucking care like... how this fire starts. <laughs> One of us needs to, we'll rub some sticks together, we'll spark some rocks. Yeah. You what do the... your woo-woo, I said I bullshit. Woo-woo, I said I bullshit. Start this fire. <laughs>
0: okay, nice, nice. Um... <laughs> So aside from Aaron, what did you think about the Tinkers?
1: I really like them. Um, we watched a little bit of the behind the scenes for the episode and we yes. talked about the inspiration for the caravans and some of the costuming being parts of like Central and South American culture, which is, you know, being from the US, something that we learned a lot about when we were in school. Yeah. And I could see it. I loved, I love the colors that they chose. Um, I, I really did like the costumes. I like their kind of whole vibe where they, you know, with, with the introduction of the song and, and the whole ceremony behind asking them for mm-hmm. it and everything. Um, so all all in all, I really like them. Aram is still a creep. Yeah. <laughs> he just is. There's just something about the way that he conducts himself that's creepy. Yeah.
0: We might be leaping ahead here to bits of episode four or whatever, but. I, I really enjoyed the way that um, Perrin and Isla talk about the Way of the Leaf
1: mm-hmm. and
0: her views on violence. Yeah, and, um, You know, and like, if I can just make two people stop violence and they can make two people and then, you yeah. know, her daughter's soul coming back around and then maybe they can have the life together that they should have had type thing. I thought that was probably the most mm-hmm. elegant way I've ever heard the Way of the Leaf
1: described. Yeah, yeah I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was well done. I think she's a great... She Was a great selection to play that role, too. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy that scene and, and that explanation, and just talking about like, you know, what's the opposite of violence and how do you prevent violence from happening? It's mm-hmm. like you never participated in it, yeah, and that may mean you sacrifice your life, but you know, I liked that, I think that was really great, Absolutely.
0: yeah, and saying that she wanted revenge on the people that killed her daughter, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like. So how is that revenge? You yeah. Know, well, what better way against violence than peace? Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah. Just the wording is. It's such a great philosophy, mm-hmm. and you know, something obviously all of us, I think, at some point in time or another, or all the time, which could be a thing, and yeah. Um, but I think yeah, it it was a really great scene, and and though Perrin just kind of sat there, yeah. he didn't participate a lot. Um, I felt like watching him, his range of emotions and everything that he went through. Especially um, prior to that, when they were walking and she, they were talking about violence and she asked him about, you know, has he ever taken up a weapon? Yeah. And then zeroes in on the axe thing. And um, Yeah, is your life
0: better or worse since you lived with the axe?
1: Yeah, I think so. she's she's obviously insightful. There's something happening there. And I think he, I, this is a good road for further development for him.
0: Yeah she has a great way of looking at things like watching him fix the wheel in the wagon like mm-hmm. you honor us and he's like anyone can fix a wheel and he's like no no because you take peace in the work yeah you know it gives you peace that's the honor and yeah she has a really interesting way of looking at
1: things she does yeah. she does I think she's a great example of a tinker yes yeah and Aram is not
0: a great example of a tinker he is
1: a great example of a creeper yeah <laughs> i don't know what it is
0: (laughs) before we dive into the parent bit there because that's a nice segue into the the dream um the song bit where gwayne's like are you sure you haven't already found the song Like, why has nobody asked that question before that's such a you know like i hadn't considered that ever
1: yeah that it's always interesting when you bring somebody that's so far outside of your normal perspective in because they ask the most interesting questions things that you take for granted things that you don't even think about asking because this is your daily life. Yeah. I thought that was really great. Too.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. something I had never considered, um, but made a lot of sense as soon as she said it. So Yeah. Yeah. So, Perrin and the Wolf tree. I love this Wolf tree. Mm-hmm. Um, The A lot of people won't get the symbolism until they've read the books or much later when we get his development with the wolves. Right. But the whole, the wolf, you know, eating at Lila there is just, you know, it's just genius because it's, it's such clever. Levels in there of, of mm. storytelling, you know, because that's him. That's the wolf inside him. It's, you know, people could just think, oh, you know, he's, they're being chased by wolves. He's having a, wolf, a dream about his wife who he killed and, yeah. you know, is now being eaten by the wolves that are chasing him. and yeah. No, no, no. That's the wolf inside of him, you know, snacking on Lila because he can't. <laughs> yeah, that no, was a poor choice of words. Oh,
1: boy. Um,
0: because he killed his wife, you know, like, it's just brilliant. And that sets up his. Um, just. His unsureness with, oh, can I, can I accept the wolf inside me? type Yeah. Thing.
1: You
0: know, and it just works for me in certain levels. And we get a little flash of Arzeman as well, which is always fun.
1: Yeah. I think it's um, it's fascinating that you can't tell whether the wolves are good or bad at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that especially, you know, with, with that flash, it definitely comes across like these could be bad entities. They could be dark. Yeah. Instead of, you know, we know that they're not. And I think it's also a really great um, depiction of his guilt eating, yeah, at him, oh yeah, and therefore eating at his wife kind of thing. I think it's a, it was really well done. And I appreciated it. Yeah, it does lay the foundation for his wolf and his internal conflict and his development and everything like that. I think it is really well done. It's gruesome. it's oh, yeah. gross.
0: Oh yeah. There's uh, what did <laughs> I see? Someone talking about yesterday, the day before, like. They've got a thing for entrails on this show.
1: They do. There's a lot of there's a lot of consumption of they're they're clearly like Scottish light eating the haggis situation where yeah. they're gonna eat every part of inside of a body. It's so <laughs> gross. Oh, do you know what we haven't talked about what <laughs> the flashback with Nynaeve. The flashback with, oh, when she <laughs> kills the Trolloc. How did we not talk about that? I yet? don't know. We oh, got okay. we got distracted with <laughs> Laniel Henny. Yes,
0: Laniel Henny.
1: He's there just a go. distraction, but he's the best <laughs> guy. Yes, yes. So prior to her, you know... Meeting up with Lan again and, and, and tracking him and everything. That scene was awesome. Oh, yeah. Hiding in the, the pool of water. The S- sacred
0: pool, which I'm annoyed hasn't been explained yet. Like, there, there, what, there's no reference in the book about a sacred pool. I know. And it, it was not used in the first episode at all. No. And now it's used for a flashback for a fight scene. It, I hope something comes from it later because it feels like, yeah. you know, oh, we'll just throw this extra place in just so we can have a badass place where yeah. we need to fight. And that seems. All right, we needed a place for. <clears throat> Morey and Nynaeve to have that little mini confrontation. Yeah, but Ni- like naive
1: but... even alludes to it being a sacred place and like an honor to clean and everything. Exactly. But they give us no no background.
0: Anymore. No, but I mean it was in the trailer with the Egwene and all the ice stood around it, which could be a dream set, um, a dream moment. Yeah, but still there needs to. I, yeah, I feel there's a little bit of Two Rivers lore that's been left out there. Yeah, sadly. Hopefully uh, but, we'll
1: get to see later, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah,
0: uh, but the fight scene was awesome.
1: Oh yeah, she she is a badass. Um, the braid is done so well. Oh, yes. Uh, so, so well. I'm okay with that braid. Yeah. Her braid tugging in the books can take a long walk let's, on a short cliff for all I care Yeah, let's, but let's change is... it to braid flipping. Yes, okay? yeah. Um, but she, like, she recognizes that she needs to save herself. She's in a dire situation, and she's okay with that. Yeah. You know, you can tell she's afraid, but she's also resigned, and she accepts that this is going to happen, and it's going to be her or the Trolloc, and um, oh, the... Her, I really liked her hiding in the water. Yeah. And then, like...
0: Uh, just, by the way, the Trolloc was like, is this too deep? Can I step yeah. in this water? Like,
1: <laughs> I know she's probably in here, but I'm,
0: I'm going to get in. I need to check how deep it is. You know, Right,
1: because like, I, I can't swim, and I don't want to do this, and I'm just surprised that he or she, aren't they?
0: Uh, the Trollocs that fight are uh, male. Okay. We, yeah, it's... it's Trollocs are a little sexist. The women stay home and breed.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, Trollocs yeah. are...
0: Yeah, I've never never used that word with regarding Trollocs, but, you know, that's literally... It seems appropriate, you know? <laughs> Female Trollocs don't fight.
1: Yeah, okay. So. They're like Ferengi.
0: They're like Ferengi.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, if fighting was money, then Trollocs would be Ferengi. Yeah, they're, they're weird-looking creatures You have turned too, me
1: so. into a nerd, my lord. <laughs>
0: We're doing a Star Trek rewatch, and I keep trying to convince her that we should do a podcast about her views on DS9 because they're
1: freaking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So i I was a little surprised that the Trolloc was even willing to expend the effort to continue to stalk her, and then also get in the water. Yeah, I feel like that was a stretch. Yeah. Like I, I feel like there were so many other yum yum. Two Rivers goodies out there that he didn't have to go through. Well, all I mean,
0: the there, was, there was a trollop goodies outside that, yeah. you know, he disemboweled, so...
1: Yeah, so, I, you know, that was interesting to me that he was even willing to get in the water in the first place.
0: It, it says to me that, you know, because Dana does say, I have seen keep seeing pictures of the five of you in my head or whatever when she's done yeah. like the whole Dark friend speech, um, which Matt picks up on and Rand doesn't, um, and they talk about later. But uh, I feel like the reason the Trolloc ran off of Nynaeve was... He recognized 90s 1 that they needed to capture. Yeah. And thus, it was just like, for whatever reason, decided, well, you know, the fade the has scared me enough that I need to chase this woman into a pool of water, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But she's badass. Mm-hmm. She, you know, slays a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> and then we see a dragon's fang in the, in the water of blood.
1: Yeah. Like, I like that they, they suddenly are doing that in a number of places. Yeah. You know? A lot of places. Yeah. I think it, it, it's really cool. And again, something that if you're not, if you don't know what you're looking for, it, you know, like with all the sheep in the beginning. Yeah. When Len finds all of the dead sheep, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just really cool. But yes, that scene was awesome. I love that they gave that to us, that they gave a little bit of an explanation as to what happened to her.
0: Yeah. Um, rather than she just turned up. Like, people would have been like, how the fuck did she get away from the trolloc? Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, exactly.
0: And in the background scenes, I love the fact that uh, she did get turned off by her braid. She but uh, the braid was wrapped around a, a like a cord mm-hmm. that was like attached to a harness. Yeah. So she was physically being dragged, caught by the braid, but it wasn't actually tugging on her scalp at all. So, yeah. But that would have been painful. Man. Uh,
1: if, if people haven't been watching the behind the scenes look or whatever of the yeah. episodes, uh, they should be because it's awesome. It's yeah. Cool go go to the, the prime
0: app folks on your computer I think you might be able to see some on your phone. I'm not 100% sure on that. I think so. I thought um, it was I was
1: looking at it a little bit ago. It yeah. It showed up, yeah.
0: When we're um, watching on TV, I don't think it shows up quite so much on the TV. Um, some bits do, but not like the x-ray stuff. Right. It's worth watching, folks. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, the behind the scenes stuff um, is,
1: is yeah. really cool they talk about uh, Zoe is an athlete oh yeah and they're filming scenes where she's running and she's outpacing the cart that has the camera on yeah, it
0: yeah which no one has ever done
1: which is impressive if you think about some of the
0: she's hoofing like a not just a lot of clothes but she's hoofing a heavy braid as yeah well. yeah absolutely you know, there's a lot of weight on this woman and she's hoofing faster than this, mo- this motorized cart yeah. can go
1: yeah I th- it's really impressive mm-hmm. um, it was really cool and um yeah, totally watch them. It yeah. gives you a fun insight into things. It but really does and, and an appreciation, you know. We I think so many times with shows you get so caught up in watching the show you don't think about all the effort that goes that goes into it and the the physical conditioning and the things that they have to do and whatever and getting to see a little bit of it. Yeah. Like that is awesome.
0: Indeed. I agree.
1: But yes, yes. They did that really well. I really appreciated her uh like I said, hiding in the water. I'm not a big water person. That would be like a last resort for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be almost as afraid of drowning in the pool that I could clearly stand in if I had to stay underwater to hide from something as I would be just getting killed by whatever
0: I was I hiding from. I love it. That's um, great.
1: But yeah, she, it's it's a really cool scene. And the whole the set is awesome. I really hope we get a little bit more background into how that fits into Two Rivers lore, like you said. Yeah hopefully that's not the last we see of that.
0: Fingers crossed. Yes. Um, so, and then the episode kind of ends with Moraine not dying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, Rand, uh sorry, Lan having found uh, the Aes Sedai and they go meet up and then we get a little, um, Leandrin introduces us to um Loghain. Yeah. And it ends there. Yeah. So I love that stare at the end as well.
1: Yeah. He's a, uh... He's a creepy-looking bastard. (laughs) In a good way, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In a powerful way. Not like an Aram way. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Creepy as in scary, not creepy as in, like, freaky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool. Uh, And then, yeah, let's go episode four. So, episode four was a bit intense
1: in places. (laughs) Episode four was everything that we wanted and needed it to be. Yeah, it was... It immediately starts out with Loghain... um, where is he at? Uh, what do you mean? Where is he at? What? Castle oh, uh, Gilden. Gilden. Yes. yes. This is this is why I have you because I don't remember all the names. Yeah. This is um. True. I love I love this. I love setting up. You know how he is amassing an army mm-hmm. and followers, and you know a different look at male channeling and
0: with the the. the, the uh, Corruption on its taint. <laughs>
1: <intent. laughs> I I explained to my parents who were watching the show, uh, along with my grandmother, that because my dad asked about why the powers look different, and even pointed out that when Logan would first attempt to channel, that it was coming out white, but then it was like consumed by the black. Yeah. Um, which again, it's so impressive that he catches details like that. Yeah, your dad's very clever. Um, And I was like, yeah, that's the (laughs) Tate. And I'm video chatting with him. And my dad just kind of like cocks his head slightly like, my God, where have I gone wrong with my daughter?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How to separate book readers and TV show readers, folks. (laughs) The word Tate versus corruption.
1: (laughs) Um, But seeing him, you know, utilizing the power and getting to start to understand how powerful he is. Yeah, And then the two you know, shadowy figures on his shoulders kind of talking to him. Yeah,
0: representing the madness.
1: Yeah. But, but in his mind, it's not madness. Know, in his it's... mind, it's having access to every other incarnation of the dragon yeah. ever. And, you know, it, it, it poses this interesting question of, like, is that, is he right? Is he actually seeing or hearing them? Or is it the madness? Yeah. And, like, how would we know ever? How do we How do we know later on in the book's whether it's the madness or not, like, how do you differentiate
0: it? Yeah. Or are the they re- all the same thing? The reinforcement of, like, you know, past lives and coming mm-hmm. around in circles and such and, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's very cool. And also how he wins over the king.
1: He does. He's yeah. he, In the
0: books, he's a very chas- char- charismatic person, mm-hmm. you know, and he just, like, wins people over to his side until eventually the Aes Sedai topple him. But, um, you know, to have that so easily demonstrated in books, like, you know, there's... The king unsuccessfully tried to stab him correct you know and rather than killing him back he just heals it was like there's a place for everyone at my side even my enemies yeah you know it's it's very well well and the
1: internal battle that happens because you can tell that part of him wants to kill him yeah you know that dark tainted part of him wants to kill him and and there's that conflict that happens and you see it played out and ultimately he's like no you know this is not this is not what i'm gonna do i think it's well done yeah i like it um it, I really, I really like the the shadow figures on his shoulder, very and cool. how it's both a male and a female. Yes, I think that's really an interesting kind of twist to it, giving more uh, potential weight to the dragon reborn being male or female. Yeah, which is not a popular opinion.
0: No, it's not a popular opinion, especially with some of the dickhead readers out there. But.
1: <laughs> <sighs> By the, the way, folks. can only be a man ever.
0: Yeah, if books, if you're a yeah, books, folks, if you're a book purist and you're like, oh, it's woke bullshit, please don't listen to my podcast.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: Anyway, it's. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, the, the, the shadowy figures. It's so different to uh, the guy we saw in the first episode. Yeah, who, who saw a
1: whole ass person yeah. that he had been interacting with and had absolutely no idea that they weren't real. Yeah. You know, a different a different shade of madness, Indeed. I suppose.
0: Yeah. No, I know. love it. So now I'm very curious how they're going to do Lucerne for, for Rand. Yeah. You know, uh, because Lucerin has, the, we've had the person cast with a voice. Yeah. So whether we're going to see him or just hear a voice, who knows? I don't think we'll get a disembodied voice. But I think we may get, I think they're going to be a mix of the two. Yeah. So I think we're going to get like influencing behavior that Logan gets. Yeah. But it's going to be someone that Rand thinks is real. And they're going to interact in the scenes with Rand in a way that doesn't shout, I'm not really here. Yeah. You know, uh, probably until later seasons. Yeah. Um, what, like the six re- sets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's going to be six sense style. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, so just That's pop in and you can have no idea that he's not real um, because he's not going to be in moments where he would interact with everybody else anyway, where he'd only interact with Rand's. So, and I think that would be a good mix of the two.
1: Yeah. I was definitely thinking it would be more... Initially, Rand doesn't realize they're not a real person, like you're talking about, but yeah. then there's something that happens, and then it becomes a struggle for Rand to hide the fact that he is seeing somebody that's not real. Um, that was kind of my thought process, was that he would know, and is hiding
0: it. Yeah. I mean, he will know eventually, but... Yeah, yeah, It fits in with how subtly they're putting in Rand being, you know, like, the whole door thing like we've just spoken about. Yeah. You know, if... If this guy just pops in and no one realizes, and Rand doesn't realize, it's going to play very subtly to be like,
1: yeah, you know, we'll have to keep an eye out for it. See? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I like because it. you
0: can completely catch off the viewers. I mean, your dad will probably pick up on that. Like, that dude only interacts with Rand. What's going on? Yeah, well, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I remember watching the Sixth Sense with him, and like twenty minutes into it, he's like, "Hey, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead." I'm like, "Oh, dad, what?" Oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> yeah, he does that kind of stuff all in time. Only in
0: the movie, by the way, folks. Don't start a rumor that you actually die in real life.
1: You know? <laughs> Sorry, Brucey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. He, he will absolutely be that person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I, I like that scene. I, I definitely like when they're in the I camp and Moiraine is introduced to him. Yeah. And, you know, you can see her internal struggle and conflict of like, have I made the wrong choice? Mm-hmm. Is this potentially, um, is this potentially the dragon reborn? Like he seems powerful. He's got his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I like the, the way that they portray how powerful he is. And even, oh, yeah. let me just point out in my, like, as we're watching this, the chairs that the Aes Sedai are sitting in, in this cave that they're holding Logan in, are so freaking, like, out of place because Aes and I are such, like, pandered to babies that they have to have <laughs> these fancy ass chairs to sit in there. Like all I could think about during parts of those scene is like, what you have to? How heavy are those to travel with? Well,
0: not if you can pick them up with air.
1: Yeah, but still, it just feels like this huge waste of effort. They have gotta have
0: a comfy chair. They gotta sit there for like eight hours, you know, just staring at this dude holding a
1: shield. Yeah, but God, I just it, it was just one of those things that just like, it was a burr in my brain. that I mean, I look at this cage to of. start
0: with. I mean, come on, I I mean, fancy ass fucking know. cage. You know, should have
1: put him in a box
0: should
1: have
0: put him in a box <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> anyway we do get a lot of really easy uh, or, or simply put in exposition about the ICDI about how they work and chatting
1: yep. and you know
0: it, again very easily put in it really fits
1: yeah it doesn't feel like they're smacking you upside the head with it
0: yeah so it's yeah. not like here's an encyclopedia worth of knowledge boof in yeah. a five minute scene it's just like yeah you, know, you don't realize how much you've learned about the ICDI after that scene is finished
1: yeah absolutely um i did i did see a number of people that were mad that uh she supposed supposedly had a dog because dogs don't like aes Sedai yeah i mean but again like those are there's such minor things yeah it's so worked up about i like the idea of her having a dog i think it's fun i yeah. like dogs
0: <laughs> we do <laughs> i think everyone that's, should that's, have a dog that's why our special co-host today is. um Very unopinionated on things, generally speaking. He might huff occasionally, but, you know, (laughs) he's just chilling on the couch at the moment. Um, You know, that's why you you have him, because we love dogs. But, I don't know, I I feel like there was a slight... Now, I know I said I can't lie. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I feel there was enough smirking going on there Mm -hmm. that, um, A, it's either, like, Rosamund Pike had a dog called Jenny. Yeah. Um very very wildly no no that can't even possibly be close Um, I was going to suggest I was going to suggest that like maybe it's named after someone Mm -hmm. you know in the fandom but I was just like no because this was written you know way before anyone you know before the fandom was like like, a million content creators like it does so that can't work that's totally not going to be a thing Um, but I I don't know I feel like this is like a hidden secret between uh, Moraine and Alana Mm -hmm. You know, and they've agreed to say dog in place of... Because you can say something that is not true if you believe it to be true. Yeah. So if... You know this per if say they were talking about a person or a friend. Yeah,
1: they're just using dog as a code name.
0: Yeah, dog as a code name or a nickname. Yeah. You know, maybe they had some sort of like dog related name in general.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: or their family were dog breeders or something yeah. like that. You so know? you
1: think they're talking about a woman?
0: I think they're talking about another person. Yes.
1: Okay, so not a woman specifically, just a person. Yeah,
0: a person or yeah. I mean, it could be a woman, but could be a person. You know, who yeah. knows? They're talking about someone in particular that used to follow Moraine round like a little puppy dog. Yeah you know
1: curl up in her bed
0: yeah and her name was jenny yeah yeah so it is yeah so a woman yeah so her name name Jenny. yeah talked to myself around there being like could be anyway no it's a woman named jenny it's a woman yeah. named jenny folks <laughs> i do this by the way um
1: <laughs> i so. i agree i thought there's that too much
0: snurking going on from alana there is and even more range smokes
1: yeah you know there, there is it just it just was and it's such an odd name for a dog yeah you know
0: i mean i, I like people named for dogs sometimes but you know, Jenny
1: feels like a weird one? Jenny
0: feels like it, it's, it would have to be a very particular dog to fit.
1: Or if you were like a really big fan of Jennifer Lopez? yeah, Maybe,
0: yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I suppose so. Somehow I don't see Rain <laughs> and Alana sitting there. Why, well, actually, they might be jamming out to Jennifer Lopez. Who, you know, they might have found a CD from The First Age and been yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's this? We'll play it with the power, you know? Yeah. And, uh,
1: yes. My dad has decided that the uh, Age of Legends, which I think they mentioned very briefly at one point in time or yep. something, is what would be considered today.
0: Oh, that's I mean, not far off. That's
1: what he. That's what he's decided. That, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, they could be J Lo fans. Who knows? Who but knows? yes, I agree. During those scenes, I liked the idea of her having a dog, but I did not actually think it was a dog. I definitely no. thought it was a lady friend.
0: Yeah, there's there's something else going on here. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, I also really liked uh, when they're all sitting around later on when naive joins them and the warders are all sitting around mm-hmm. the fire, drinking, having a good time, hanging out. Again, really well done in an, ex- an explanation of the, the bond and starting to see the differences of the different Aes Sedai and their yeah. relationships. You know, the Greens obviously having pushed the envelope in terms of what the relationship is with yeah. the order.
0: But, like, even though I was like, oh, I could never. I- only have one water? No. Yeah. You know? She likes her men. Yeah. So kudos to her. Why yeah. not? And they you know? like her
1: back. Yeah, they like know? her back.
0: They All three of them like all three of them. You yes, know? exactly. Was, They're I, an
1: adorable throuble. Yeah.
0: It was, you know, it felt very casual like the two guys sitting there around. I, I can't remember the name of the Ivan and... Uh, no, Ivan is there in this water. Um, I can't remember the name of the waters right now. Apologies, folks. But, you know, they were just chilling by the fire. Yes. They, they could have just been two uber good friends. Yeah. You know? It didn't. It, they weren't sitting there like, "Oh, we're clearly lovers or anything like yeah. that." But it, they weren't sitting there like, "Well, we're, we're not either." You know, it yeah. was just like we're just extremely comfortable with each other, and we're just gonna sit here by the fire, and you know, enjoy everyone's yeah. company and chit chat and shit, and then we're gonna go off. Yeah, you know, when our eyes at eye calls.
1: Yeah, I I like that we're starting to see the expansion of those relationships and starting to understand that it can it is unique to the pair or yeah. you know the group of them yeah and understanding the difference between the reds and the greens and you know we obviously we obviously know maureen is a blue but and people see that she's wearing blue but not understanding what that relationship is like we yeah. see the reds don't have them and don't like them mm-hmm. we see the greens have lots of them and are very amorous with them yeah and then you know we only the only other group we see or the only other pair we see are Landon and maureen and yeah. they obviously have a different relationship yeah so. I like I like how that's unfolding. I like how it's explaining it, and
0: um. it, that even carries on when Landon goes to Moraine. Mm-hmm. Now you you claimed here that it seemed very sexual in the scene.
1: There there are yeah it just I don't know. Would you
0: not after that mu- that many years traveling together, having that much knowledge about each other, seeing each other in multiple situations, probably in multiple levels of dress, you know, having that intimate understanding of each other, not be that comfortable? That it then might give off slightly sexual vibes.
1: I, I mean, I firmly believe that you can, that everything doesn't have to result in sexual vibes. Like there doesn't have to be that. Tension. No, yeah, I, I know you think that, and yeah. I feel like there is tension there that I that I don't like. Okay, but it, it's just in some of the that it just felt a little steamy for me. I don't know why. Okay, I don't I don't know what gave me that vibe that kind of put me off of it. But yeah,
0: maybe it was the post. Thrupple discussion.
1: Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe, maybe. I did uh, carrying on from not from that, but the the carries on discussion from the fireplace and stuff. I liked how lands like I shouldn't have drunk because you get emotional when I drink. Yes, and a very subtle Bond discussion there, yes. or a Bond insight, Um a yeah. whole like uh, eyes and eyes servants of the world, you know. And then 90s like, well, what does that make you guys? And lands immediately there, just like proud. Yeah, you know.
1: I, I like that she wants to dislike the bond mm-hmm. and he's going to educate her in a way that, you know, it's not disrespectful, but it's going to demonstrate to her the importance of the bond and like how much he prides himself and how much, how important it is to him and to all of them yeah. so that she doesn't disrespect them intentionally or otherwise. Indeed.
0: So
1: I also really like when uh, she's up, on the rock kind of creeping on everybody <laughs> like watching all of the happenings and uh well you're
0: up to bitches <laughs> yeah she
1: she doesn't want to be a part of it cuz she clearly doesn't like any of them uh which is very very naive but uh when leandrin yeah shows up and completely mispronounces her name yes and throws in that oh did i say that wrong oh
0: i it's cuz i've never heard your accent <laughs> yeah oh,
1: <I> <laughs> you know? <laughs> and Nynaeve just totally schools her. Yeah. It puts her in her place. I love it. Um, it is, it's a good use of Nynaeve attitude. You know, if, if she has special powers. Don't take powers, no shit off anybody. Yeah. She's, she's gonna put her in her place. Um,
0: it's a nice nod to book readers as well. It is. Being unable to pronounce anything. and being obsessed with pronunciation as well. You know, I appreciate the fact that you know, I, I've, I've never heard it. You know, i never heard your accent or whatever the accent phrasing is yeah. from Leandrin. You know, and it's like, because, because I haven't spoken yet. Yeah. You know, and I was like, yes. It's yeah. just, yeah, very good.
1: Yeah. I, it's a good it's a good interaction. And I like that Lan comes by and kind of rescues her. Yeah. You know, saves her from Leandrin, who is a deeply unpleasant person. She is. But it, it
0: shows that Lan's watching what she's up to. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, it is. I, and we, we continue to see the expansion of their relationship when she stumbles upon him praying mm-hmm. and then she does her prayer. And then when the fight scene happens, when Loghain's followers uh, come to try and rescue him, you can tell that he's really cognizant of her and is trying to keep her safe. Yeah, um, You know, Moirin's obviously not in those scenes. So it would have been interesting had she been to see, where his loyalties would have been tested, potentially for the first time. I think it, I think it kind time. of
0: sets up for that moment later on. Yeah,
1: um, but that focus on—I mean, she holds her own. She's yeah. she's a badass, and we get to see the one power being used by the Greens, especially in like yes. really freaking cool oh, ways. Thank
0: God the Greens are good at battle. You know, yes, I, you know like oh, like there was shit in the books. You'd think they'd be better, you know. Yeah,
1: they're the battle, Aja.
0: Yeah, isn't that the whole point? Battle their way out of a paper bag in the books. A wet
1: paper (laughs) bag, yeah,
0: with a hole in it. You know, (laughs) maybe that's a little harsh. We're mean. (laughs) We're mean girls. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not Wednesday, so we're not wearing pink. No, no. Um, Anyway, lo- they're a badass. They it are was really great. I loved
1: it. Yeah, I, the and the battle was chaotic, yes. which I appreciated because you know when you're when you throw in a power element like that, it's not going to be. Um, really scripted and it's not going to be like this delicate dance like it's going to be blowing shit up and it's going to be knocking people down and there
0: were real effects Mm. you know it wasn't CGI effects they were really blowing shit up yes you know
1: yeah when she uh, stops the arrows in the sky and then turns them on them and kills them with their own arrows that was awesome yes I really liked that I overall just really well done Mm -hmm. And then, I love how
0: she sent them all off. Uh, go to Loghain. We'll hold back yes. the army. All right, now, it's not an army of thousands of thousands. But you know, it's, it's like, a lot of people for yeah.
1: her and, you know...
0: Two Warders.
1: Two waters, but they get it done, man. Yeah, she
0: turns up... None of them has... All right, my ship i have healed the waters if they had scratches or whatever. Right. But, like, they all turn up in pretty good condition. Yeah. You know, yeah. afterwards. And it's just like, oh, okay, I've just stopped an army by myself. Yes. Uh, uh, Karenne is described as being able to stop... You've held back armies. That's the word Moraine, the words Moraine uses. like... The greens are fucking badass.
1: Yes, as they should be. Yes. That's what I want. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a a aja, they need to be badasses. Yes. You know, don't give all the glory to the reds because they're mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they've got a lot of tricks in their bag, but yeah. bring on the greens. I like the greens. Yeah, very cool. So,
0: uh,
1: but then they end up in the cave with Loghain and you know he's busted out of his cage yep and there's the whole power struggle happening and it's so well done and we talked about you know immediately following the show we were talking about how well choreographed them linking was oh and yeah using the power together um well it's even,
0: even when he first busts out and then um uh leandre moraine and um Kare- karenny yeah karenny get up and they all try to shield him together they're all doing the same movement yes it shows the training they've gone under from as i said you might have learned individual things like throwing fireballs or throwing right. you know explosions of air or whatever it might be in individual ways but the really big key things that yes. are like all I must be able to do
1: you do the same they way.
0: all do the same way
1: yeah yeah and yeah. linking
0: fit into that as well
1: yeah absolutely and we, you know, we've seen them using power individually and how they all have different mannerisms and hand gestures and all of that. But then seeing them all together was really cool. Um, you know, we saw that gif that was the Power Ranger thing oh, <laughs> and yes. that I could never unsee, but it, it, <laughs> so, it does feel true.
0: <laughs> but it, there is, <laughs> folks, uh, if you're on Discord, come join my server because you'll find it. It's in the show meme section. Haluk, I think it was, if I'm saying that correct. Let me go look in the server right now. Uh, yes, Haluk uh, put up a couple of memes. The first one is Lan walking into the sheep um, from like the first episode where they were the dragon's Fang shape, and it fades out. And he, I don't know if he found this or did it himself, but uh, has managed to change the sheep. So then the, um, the the camera pans out and the sheep spell out the word Waffo. Watch <laughs> and find out. And then the other one is it's a long it's a it's a video more than a, a meme or a gif and uh, basically it is uh, the Power Rangers theme tune to uh, a whole bunch of fighting with Ice and I and uh, Loghain and stuff like that. And it's... Fun.
1: Culminating in them all together at the end. Yes. Doing their power moves. Power to... moves, yes.
0: We must combine to say, yes. you know. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. <laughs> I'd have shared it out on YouTube or something if it were for the fact you'd probably get the video taken down because it literally uses the exact intro of yeah. Power Rangers from the 90s.
1: <laughs> it's
0: great. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. But I really, you know, I love, I love that scene... Um, getting to see them use the power together and you know again the exposition of like them being able to link Mm -hmm. and seeing all of that is great um
0: yeah why did korea not save herself i don't know like she threw out a shield for moraine and leandrin and then didn't throw out one for herself like this is not like healing you know you can put up a shield in front of yourself i don't
1: know that i didn't I didn't understand why that series of events happened, why it happened in that way.
0: I mean, I know we needed to have, you know, a little bit of what happens when your Aes Sedai dies moment. Right. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it could have worked better if Leandrin was the one who noticed and threw up shields and then was too late getting there for for Karane because Karane was the one who didn't want Loghain um, gentled, right? Prior to getting back to the White Tower, right? So it could have been because Leandra is black. She could have been like, "Oh, I tried to save and I just couldn't get the shields out in time." Yeah, you know, didn't quite cover Karani before you know she got stabbed by the the dark the spear of air. Yeah, um, it's my like co-host on Threefold World called it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's it, it's an interesting question, um, but. Let's talk about Lan getting his throat slit and how that would have ended me watching the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I watched this when it came out last week. So it comes out midnight here. Uh, it was Thanksgiving in America, so there was a big football game on. So we'd been watching the Cowboys play, and it was a, it was a pretty intense game in places. Yep. It? So, but then midnight rolls around, so I get up, I hop onto the computer, which is in the living room as well, put on my headphones, and I watch episode four. <laughs> and you're there on the couch trying not to watch yes. me,
1: especially at that point. And you're computer monitor which is a television (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah well yeah i have two monitors one of them's a television so it's large enough that you can see very clearly i had it full screen obviously Mm -hmm. and um, in that particular moment i think i must have gone (gasps) shit i'm sorry about that you know freaked everybody out
1: yeah trying really hard not to look over at you because something pivotal has happened yeah like oh i really want to but oh gosh yeah if if as soon as that happened i was like no i i would have not watch the show anymore. I would have unread the books. It would have just unread been all. They all fire
0: the whole fucking lot. Yeah, you know? fuck all
1: this. I'm done. <laughs> Jettison it into space. Yeet. Done. I've
0: gotta be honest, like that. I did not expect that. Um, I everybody got taken down except Naive. So mm-hmm. a little bit of a Taviren influence there, mate. She's not Taveran, but.
1: In the show, she, she could has be. something going on. There's something, on. yeah. talking about the five, so... Well,
0: they say the five, but then Moraine have uh, rumors of four to be there, so maybe, yeah. maybe they're mixing it all up. I mean, I know that whole idea that Rafe has explained between um, it could be a man or woman as the dragon, yeah. is because even I I don't trust the histories of 3,000 years. They don't, you know, they don't take yeah. it the medium type thing. Yeah. So we could hear rumors of four. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the four that she took out the two rivers. It could have been... You know, Gwaine isn't, or uh, Perrinism or Randism or Mattism and then Naive is. Who, who fucking knows?
1: Yeah. Um, we, we don't.
0: We don't know. I mean, rumors could be bullshit and it could just be one Tiberian. It could yeah. be five Tiberian. It could be two. Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out what the show's doing with it. But um, yeah, that was. It, it surprised me. Everyone's been taken out, some with major wounds, some with minor wounds. Lam, yeah. Lam basically, he does bleed out and stop. And I've got to be gory for a second, folks. But the fact that she's holding his neck and it's still spurting blood yeah. out and not just spurting but spurting in a manner that would match his heartbeat
1: yeah. was
0: such a great attention to detail mm-hmm. and also such it really builds the drama and the fear in
1: yeah well and her her reaction to this person that She's going to begrudgingly like yep. that. The, the two of their well, She tried to kill. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but over, you know, again, on the pages of the book, we didn't need to see this development of their relationship, but seeing it in the show has been great. Uh, she cares, and, and she can't deny it now. No. Seeing this happen, not that she's heartless and would let something happen to anybody. She oh, is yeah. the wisdom, right? And she's all about healing, but... Her, the visceral reaction she has to him getting hurt like that, which, you know, yes, the other warders ice Aesai, everybody in there got jacked up by this yeah. whole thing. But her reaction that then um, causes her power to explode out of her and cause this, like, mass healing event mm-hmm. is absolutely, in my opinion, tied to the fact that she has a ton of feelings for Lan. Yeah. And... This is that kick in the pants that she needs for her power to, you know, explode out of her like that. Like, you can tell that she cares a lot. This is going to really hurt her to lose him. She is tunnel vision at that point. She doesn't, she doesn't, in my opinion again, acknowledge that it has happened to anyone else. Yeah. She doesn't care. No. Not that she's uncaring, but like, she's so focused on him. Yeah. Um, And again, the hair in her hair bubble scene where (laughs) her power... It's um, like, you
0: know, it's, her giant brain is split into, like, 20 little ways yeah, it's like, just flying out in
1: all directions. Medusa Aes Sedai style or something. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. <laughs> it was just so cool, and to see that use of power in that way and then for everybody to be laying there absolutely stunned, like... Yeah. How, how has this happened?
0: I think it shows a twist on how she accesses the power. Mm-hmm. So in the books, she has to be angry. Yeah. I think in the show... She has to have strong emotion.
1: Yeah, not not limiting it to anger. Yeah, just any sort of yeah. So
0: that was that was a moment of probably anger, but despair,
1: anguish,
0: or, anguish, you know, yep. things like that. Instead, that is you know doing that. There'll be a moment of you know where she's feeling the ultimate level of, sort of love for Lan or something like that. Yeah, which I feel like most of the fan feel for Lan anyway. Right now, um, I feel it
1: every day. <laughs> I'm living my life for Lan at this uh, point, <laughs> which I think
0: is a, is an amazing way to to do it instead.
1: Yeah. rather than limiting
0: it to anger and uh, she has to quote wrestle it and stuff as if she were using Sidene yeah. instead um, I think it's a, a much better way to do it
1: yeah and I think you know back to me not liking her in the books part of that is because she is so angry yeah and she's so bullheaded all the time this opens her up to not have to that
0: way. yeah she, she can still be angry be at times she can still be bullheaded she can still be stubborn to rivers
1: but she can you know, also be
0: she can be other things yeah
1: incandescently people. happy and the yeah. power comes out she can be sad she can you know there's determination can be an extreme emotion yeah like, so i, I like how yes. stuff. yeah
0: at ultimate level of stubbornness no you are not going to stop me yeah you know yeah yes. absolutely um yes. something that came up on threefold talk that has been suggested around a few places um i want to get your opinion on for this scene is not necessarily just healing that she used, but perhaps she used reverse balefire. Because Ooh. the reasoning behind this is, okay, there's no blood from Daniel Henny on the floor when he gets up. Mm. Everyone's clothes are healed. You know? Mm. Um, and that's not healing. No. Healing doesn't... Healing know...
1: is, a, is a physical body thing. It's yeah, yeah, and... it
0: heals your body. Like, we've seen Loghain yeah. heal. We've seen... Um,
1: Moraine, I mean, Moraine, and and Moraine healed. get healed yeah. like
0: you know we've seen Tam get healed like the wounds yeah but this is
1: like a reversal of this, like, the, the damage exactly
0: yep. reversal damage like Moraine literally got stabbed by a giant half of the, of the axe mm-hmm. you know and that's not even on the floor in front of her at that moment yeah so what it's do you it's
1: definitely something reverse Balefire or
0: hmm. well, something something like reverse yeah, Balefire yeah yeah because like obviously the, Balefire the opposite
1: the opposite of Balefire yeah. right? yeah I get you're saying um yeah that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Balefire being the ability to completely burn something out of the pattern forever, like it never existed. Yeah, and this being, you know, almost the ability to add it back into it. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He it's not healing. No, and we know later on that she develops healing abilities or rediscovers healing abilities. Far outweighs what
0: anyone ever does. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and you know this is a good setup for that. But I, yeah, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of weight to that idea. I like it. Yeah, I vote yes. Okay, we you vote You have yes. my approval. <laughs> I, I have the approval. Nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, I then raised the question, I don't know if anyone's raised this particular question, but I did on, on the, the talk show on Tuesday. Egwene um, is the one that discovers that at the end, in the last battle, if it is kind of a reverse balefire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if this is Reverse Bellfire, whatever we call it, yeah. you know, not specifically the Flame of Tarvalon, you know, is Egwene still going to discover the Flame of tavalon Are they just moving creations around be like, you can think of this instead type thing, you know? Um, my co-host said like, oh, well, you know, they can't get everything from, they can't wait to get everything from Mergideon later on. So, yeah. they can start discovering things now, I suppose, or accidentally discovering things.
1: Hmm. But Egwene uses it in a different way.
0: She does. She uses it to exactly reverse Balefire, to actually attack Balefire.
1: Yeah. So
0: Could she, I suppose, get inspiration between Nynaeve and then still have
1: Perrin saying it's just a weave? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's more it I think she, I think that, okay, so now let me think about this. I think that now, having said that, the Flame of Tarvalon, what Egwene does is the opposite of Fail fire because mm-hmm. it, it it's it's this direct opposite. It's the only way you can combat it. What Nynaeve does must be some level of it's almost like reversing time. It's okay. not even healing because like
0: now we have time traveling Tam coming for the
1: reason.
0: podcast. <laughs> Folks, time traveling Tam is a thing. I'm like,
1: gonna tell Alan he'll be so thrilled. But not um. time tra- <laughs> not time travel in the sense that like they're literally going backwards in time. But she creates a a, a bubble where she can, you know, redo the last 5, 10, 15 seconds. Oh, so almost like a, bu- a, a
0: bubble where certain elements can she be. She affects reality. In
1: yes, yes.
0: <gasps> Ooh, I yeah, like instead of a I mean. bubble of evil, we've got a bubble of goodness. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Ooh.
1: Yeah. I like that. I read a different book series that, um, that specific people had the ability to essentially go back however much time they wanted. Usually they did it in like five minute increments and they were they were spies and they were assassins for the government. Oh, nice. And so they would go in and steal information or kill somebody, but if something went wrong, they could essentially rewrite the last three minutes and there was then two realities kind of thing. So that's kind of how I feel like this works. It's, it's almost like a bubble where she gets to reverse what's happened because how else would you explain, you know, healing would just be the blood would still be on the floor, but he would be healed. Yeah. You know, that's what I think it is.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: So I revoke my approval of it being reverse bailfire <laughs> <laughs> Because it doesn't meet what I would consider the qualifications for being the opposite of Balefire. No,
0: but like some kind of, you know, a uh, bubble of... Uh, God, we need to find a word for this. Bubble of creation. Yeah. There we go. Bubble of creation.
1: Yeah, something like yeah. that. We'll think on it. We'll yeah. come up with something.
0: We'll... we'll um... We'll, we'll
1: let that idea just kind of like permeate through yeah. the subconscious and we'll think of something. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah I, and if Anybody else has any ideas of what they want to call it. We are open for suggestions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Send it,
0: send it over folks. Um, yeah. So I know we've just discussed like the most badass moment of it. Um, and all the battles and that, but, um, what's, what the, let, us go back to, um, Brigitte doll. Brigitte Yes. Ugh. Matt and Rand and Tom. And so, Firstly, for anyone who's not aware, um, I love watching things with subtitles on, mostly because um, and then I don't have to have the TV cranked up, uh, or if people are talking and something happens, I don't miss what's happening on screen in terms of uh, dialogue, but also I then find I pick up shit uh, that I wouldn't have picked up otherwise. So the little girl in this little you know, farmhouse that we meet, her name is Elsie. This is Elsie Grinwell, um, which is adorable that she's the freaking six-year-old instead. Absolutely terrible that she dies. I
1: know. Uh,
0: but we get the little Brigitte doll. Again, more exposition about the story. Yes. She protects me when I'm when I, when, I, when everyone else is sleeping. Yes. You know, Brigitte lives in the dream world. Yeah. You know? All this I have many Brigitte dolls because she lives many lives. She
1: can be your friend now. Yes, yes. exactly. Matt
0: and Brigitte become friends later on. Like they yes. speak the old time together and shit. Like, ah!
1: Love it. Yes. Really, really. And beautiful. also she dies when she gives away the doll in her yeah. sleep. It's uh, very terrible. It is very terrible. Um the so, seeing the the dagger's influence on Matt when he's out barfing black negative face or whatever yeah. it ends up yeah. being, it just kind of, like, eats away at stuff. Yeah. That was really... That's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't enjoy that at all. A
0: real good representation, though, of the, the danger of um, Shadowhugger from the dagger and stuff. Yeah.
1: Starting to see, you know... We don't, we don't know that that's what's happening. No. I mean, we know that's what's happening. But, um... I think it's done... It's done well because it, it's like, does he have the one power? Is yeah. that what this is?
0: Well, that's what Tom thinks it is, doesn't right. it? Because you know, he's scaring off horses, he's acting yeah. weird, you know. And
1: convincing Rand that that's what's happening.
0: Which is ironic considering Rand's the one that's channeling. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you can tell there's, you know, that little shadow of doubt now with Rand, like what's happening to my friend and yeah. also Matt's being an absolute ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, which again, you know, he's, he's an ass anyways, but now he's like ass 2.0. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I have struggles with his character and his behavior where he's, you know, I'm too good for this work. I'm not going to do it. But, yeah, um, yeah, seeing, seeing that. But that's got to be like a
0: little bit of his father's influence there, hasn't it? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And his mother's too. Yeah. You know, she's, she doesn't take responsibility and no. she just is drinking away her problems and being yeah. an absolute ass as well a family of asses
0: <laughs> i know i so i yesterday very <laughs> had terrible attempts at trying to do some kind of youtube reaction to the episodes i spent 15 i know i spent like i did like half an episode talking about um uh, half a recording doing uh, episode one and realized that i hadn't turned the mic on in the recording software so i was like Pack! so then are right stop recording i'll do a fresh recording because otherwise i'm just recording for no reason and then set up the mic, turned it on. I was like, right, okay, let's get back to where I started, blah, blah, blah. Started talking, got another half hour in and realized I hadn't pressed record. So I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but something, you know, we're calling back to episode one now, folks. But something I thought about from that, I think there's another sibling involved. I think, because um, I, I think the cause for the fact that she's a raging alcoholic you know, he's a, a ignorant lech. Um, not specifically the leching, but, you know, just not so caring So you think he own. has a
1: bastard child?
0: No, no. I think that there was another sibling between Matt and his two younger sisters. I think Matt then left when he got old enough because he didn't want to deal with the fact that his parents were shit. Uh, so we going with this. And then through negligence, okay. particularly on his mother's part, Nanny's part, um, that other sibling died. Be that a brother or a sister.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, and then Matt comes back, you know. Um yeah, okay. and she blames Matt and the and Abel for um you know not you know Matt for leaving Abel for being just who he is. Yeah. Um, because you could be a great horse trader, you know, and a solid guy in a battle for, you know, Tams number two, but that you can still be a lech and a douchebag in the process. Yeah. You know, it doesn't stop you being good at war or good at trading horses. Yeah. Um in fact a level of arrogance probably helps you in trading horses. Yeah. Um but I think through negligence after Matt left, um, a middle sibling died. She blames Matt
1: um,
0: because she can't blame her husband. Yeah. Um, and so that's why she drinks so much because she's now compounded its problems. That's why Matt thinks he's a bad person, mm-hmm. you know, and why he then behaves badly because he's like, well, you know, I left and this happened. And why he's so, like, torn and adamant about getting back to his sisters. Um, because, and that's also why the like, parents like, don't worry, you know my, my, my parents are going to be over there and you know, and, and Rarity's yeah. going to be over there and stuff like that. Like, I feel... And also, the lantern scene, where they're putting out the lanterns and it's just like, you know, calling, helping souls come back to us type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It was
1: so important for him to get lanterns Yeah, for so his it, Yeah, for his family. Like, very, very mm-hmm.
0: important thing. Like, we know has um, probably lost someone because she had a private lantern moment. Many others are doing it. Probably... Just in general, for you know, family and your loved ones and things like that. But, but why
1: focus on Matt and his felt, getting it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, It so felt that. very
0: poignant there, so I, I feel know. like there's that there um
1: you spend a lot more time thinking about this stuff than
0: i do it occurred to me literally some of the shit only occurs to me as i sit down to record it and i watch a scene and i just think about it again and i'm like oh what if this happened so now <laughs> julia i'm gonna send you a message be like did you have another kid that we don't know about <laughs> you should be like waffle rob <laughs> I want a waffle, I want a taco. <laughs> yeah, taco. <laughs> talk about talk about it. Come on, I explained that to some. Yes. <laughs> so I, I do the I do the waffles and shit to uh, when she reads or watches things or reads things. I like waffle, especially about Star Trek currently and uh, he just came back to me one time taco come on talk about it come on and it was just like <laughs> straight off the cuff like that yeah. it's brilliant i explained that to someone the other day and they like, <laughs> after, like
1: what i was like yeah she just said it without thinking taco talk
0: about it come on so um
1: i i think that's a fascinating idea holy shit yeah i like that a lot it would make a lot of sense uh, god you're smart
0: well, i don't know about that i think i just um have weird insights sometimes This is why I do a theory channel, you know, why why I do a lot of theory stuff, because I just like throwing out random ideas and seeing what sticks.
1: I like it. And that's just not how my brain works. But now that you've said it, I really like it. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense. It explains a lot of things. Yeah. Huh. I wonder.
0: Moment of silence for the lost sibling now. Um.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a really fascinating idea, and it would explain so much.
0: Um. Maybe that's what I should do instead of reaction videos. Weird insights to websites. <laughs> here's
1: so, what I think is happening.
0: Here's what I think... Why, why I'm I think, filling
1: it in the blanks. Even yeah. if there are no blanks to fill in. Yeah. I am creating But that could,
0: be, that could be the next video. Why I think Matt... The reasons I think Matt is being such an ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're innumerable.
0: Yeah, the innumerable. But number one, I think this. Why Julia... Why, why, why Julia Owens are drunk? No. Why Daddy Corpens to drunk? <laughs> the Julia Owens. Sorry, Julia. I couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> such... Honestly such a glorious person in real life and she really enjoyed the fact that she's like pulled the wool over her eyes. Yeah. Because she played this drunk. She was so excited. <laughs> and she was great at me. Like... She loved that. But did you yeah, Did you expect like, that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, um, I, that's a fantastic it it, it it would explain so much and his connection to children and, Yeah. And, you know, because for all intents and purposes, why would he have that deep connection to kids? Yeah. You know, why or would he care? He's
0: got his two younger sisters, but
1: but that yeah. doesn't you know, just because you like your siblings doesn't mean that you like children in general. Exactly. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Got a
0: little little insightful there, hopefully. Maybe I'm way off the mark. Who knows?
1: Yeah, uh, well, you know. Rafe, that's...
0: you've got time, write it in. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is gold, man.
0: Yeah, Rafe, come on, I know you listen. Come on. You're not a busy man at all. Um,
1: <laughs> so... But,
0: but yeah, anyway, uh carrying on with the Matt stuff now. Um that we we stumble across Matt in his Days in the middle of the night stood yep. in the the, um, the house. uh, uh, Greenwell household, mm-hmm. and
1: there's a dead body outside that Rand comes across, and yeah. then they're you know the, they the, coming
0: the, the parents are dead inside and yeah. stuff, and then it's like I see. You.
1: Did he kill them? I,
0: I am very torn. I, if I have to pick a side, I'm gonna say no.
1: I'm a no. I think the the fade kills them. Yeah. Right? I think
0: if Matt had killed them, um, and this is why I go fall on the side now. I think if Matt killed them, he would have used the dagger, obviously. Yeah. I think we would have seen the effects of someone being sliced with a dagger.
1: Yeah. It would have been bloody. He would have been bloody. The yeah. dagger would have been bloody. There would have been blood. Blood, blood, blood. Blood, blood,
0: blood. But also, like, the dagger, like, corrupts you know, yeah. the, the body and such. Yeah. So. It would
1: have accelerated what's happening. Yeah. It would have accelerated. To him already. Game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think. He hears something, and there's still enough of him in there that he goes to investigate because he cares about the little girl. Yeah. And he gets in there, and they're all dead, and he's overwhelmed. Which, again, this would lend itself to your theory that he ha- you know, has lost a sibling, that something's happened. Yeah. He doesn't deal with this death well, and he's just standing there. But standing there, staring up at the yeah. the loft area. And the, and
0: the dagger is, you know, from Shadow Logos, and mm-hmm. the, the, the fate is, you know terrified of Shadow Luggers, so yep. like the dagger gives it pause yep. we know from the books the dagger can kill Murdryl yeah you know very easily yeah so
1: yeah so I yeah I, I don't think he killed them I think that
0: I mean the show sets up that he killed them
1: doesn't he yeah yeah it does and you know I think it it will cause further conflict between him and Rand mm-hmm. and may ostracize him from the Rand Tom situation um so you know setting up further conflict there but I don't think he did it no I think that you know he, he walked into it and just kind of stood there yeah but like what else was he gonna do yeah. but Tom and fighting that was awesome oh yeah I was
0: about to ask, what do you think about Tom and the Fade fight? that
1: was awesome him and the Fade fighting was was really cool
0: it kind of felt like there was like multiple Fades in there at one point because the Fade just moved around so quickly so,
1: yeah it was so, so well done again too like, yeah. I really they're do, they're doing a good job I know not everybody thinks it's great but they're wrong <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I also like. So I was trying to grab some stills, um, and I was just you know uh, grabbing some clips for three, four, four earlier this week because we were looking at the stabs mm-hmm. and the Tom stabbing them uh, or trying to stab the fade was one of the stabs we were looking at. Yeah, as I was trying to grab the stills, I noticed that when you see the picture of the three of them from up above uh-huh. in, in the house, the bottom of the stairs still has a fair amount of light on it. Okay, when the fades, then we, we switch down and we see the fade up, and then the fade comes down um or you know very very quickly obviously moving in shadows the bottom of the stairwell is completely in shadow and the light nearby is gone so i don't know if that was a mistake in filming or whether the fade has destroyed the lamp so it has more shadows or something like that but i just noticed there's a very difficult like the shade suddenly Mm -hmm. the shade the fade was suddenly had a lot more shadow down to fight with yeah and that's why it could move so quickly So it was a very subtle point of they can move in shadows
1: yeah um
0: I don't know if that was just a filming mistake, which is obviously very easily you know done if you're trying to light from up above to then film from an, an above angle. Yeah. As if you were the fate looking down.
1: Or maybe he destroys it on its way down. Yeah, destroying it on his thing.
0: way down or something, or you know.
1: Interesting.
0: Who knows? But the, just the, the fight was great. Like Tom really held his own there. You don't know whether Tom's alive or dead. Uh, I'm you know quite happily going to say Tom's alive. There's no point you know beating up the actor that you've hired to then just kill him. you know the fade that quickly but again a little nod to the story run boys run yeah you know stops and fights a fade yeah you know
1: and again does pretty well oh yeah you know he's he's doing well he's he's badass
0: yeah i like it but i mean the fade catches his blade midair
1: like the fades
0: that that shows fade skill as well doesn't it
1: yeah i am sad that matt drops the toy yeah Did he
0: drop the toy or did he just not have the toy? I don't think he took the toy off the girl. Did he
1: not take it? I don't think he took the toy. Because we see it on the ground later, right? I
0: think because she's killed outside.
1: Yeah. What is she doing outside?
0: Maybe she she went to check on Matt. Oh, wait. She said, Brigitte keeps me safe while everyone else is sleeping. The kid never sleeps. Mm -hmm. Maybe she was out. Like, oh, my parents are asleep or wandering out. The Fade finds her. That's what gets Matt's attention. Ah. He wakes up, goes chasing the Fade. The Fade runs into the house. You know, mm-hmm. kills the people there, discovers them, and then runs upstairs. And Matt's like, oh, "I see you up there." <laughs> and then that kerfuffle wakes up, alright, oh, the dream wakes up Rand. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's also dreaming about Matt with red hands, so it's almost like he's killed people. So again, yeah. more, more suggestion from the show that, that Matt is the killer. But that kerfuffle wakes up Tom, who then goes to uh, Rand, who then wakes up from the dream as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go, in there, and that's where they then find Matt. You know, Maybe the, the darkness of the Fade is, is is fighting against the darkness of the dagger. And yeah. that's why Matt's there being like, I can't really control the dagger right now type thing because I'm being corrupted by Shadow Logoth evilness uh, that is coming out and being brought to the surface thanks to the um, companion evilness of the Fade.
1: Yeah.
0: Which then is foreshadowing for how Rand's twin wounds work, which is obviously how he then figures out how to cleanse. The corruption, the taint from Sidene. I'm getting real deep yeah, in you, it now. You have
1: extrapolated so freaking far on like <laughs> I, I was like, did she have the doll or not? And you're out here like
0: Cleansing Sidene.
1: Theory of relativity or something. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. the hand gestures and your body language this whole time, like your oh, act yeah. shit, I was great. Yeah. Well, um, really. there was a lot there. But yes, I I like a lot of it.
0: <laughs> she's a she's a, a sleepwalker oh no she just doesn't sleep and she was out and about maybe yeah she I mean, she's
1: nice. a little girl she yeah. probably gets bored and she's mischievous and wanted gets go, up at maybe night maybe she wanted
0: to go check on Matt. yeah Matt, are you sleeping okay do you need brigitte to help you sleep
1: yeah does
0: she need to protect you while you're dreaming
1: or maybe brigitte really does help her and knows that something's going to happen and wakes her up and sends her out of the house to try and save her
0: oh god is she brigitte born out spun again and then she <laughs> dies
1: <laughs> oh that would be terrible that would be terrible <laughs>
0: And be like, oh, well, I saw you last time. Like, you seem better now. You don't have that dagger anymore. Like, what? How did you know this? Well, actually, I was in the dream world because I got killed by a fade. Thank you very fucking much for not saving me. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that would... would Just as plausible as her checking on Matt. Why not? You know? Absolutely. Brigitte Brigitte watches over her in her sleep.
0: Yeah. I I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Nice little... That was our first... sort of hint towards the dream world like with there's dreams and dreams have power and things like that but in terms of Teleron I think that was our first subtle book hint I
1: think you know? so I yeah. think so yeah yeah
0: alright anything else you want to bring up from those couple episodes ah,
1: there was a lot I there know. was a lot episode Ooh. 4 was amazing
0: yeah episode 4 was it was um, Dragon Mount or what series can't remember which one it was uh, I've seen the first six and they said episode 4 was the best
1: Which makes me kind of sad for five and six.
0: But uh, episode five um, got uh, rated a four out of five by What Series. Oh. Yeah, so it was What Series, I must have said it. Maybe Dragon House said it too, I don't know. But What Series rated it four out of five. Okay. Um, And have you seen the preview? Nope. No? Okay. We're in Tabalong this week.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, so So who gets there first, do you think?
0: Um, Does
1: it show in the preview? Uh well
0: uh um, Moraine and um uh, Lan and that have made it there for definite okay
1: um
0: and we get that little scene of like you know there's two people on the ledge seeing the city in the distance type thing which is suggested that it might be um oh perhaps that could be Rand and Tom and Matt's fucked off no because Matt's got to be healed yeah yes and, and so oh, maybe uh,
1: Matt's getting healed while they're standing there.
0: No, no, because they're like way in the distance. Oh, okay, um, but Matt's, um, you know, we had that scene, there was debate about like, oh, why is Matt seeing Loghain and not Rand? Mm-hmm. Uh, we now see a clip where it's actually both of them stood in the window still staring out as, um, they must make it before because we do get the parade, but it's a parade through Tarvalon, not a parade through Kinglin. Again, another little book, thank you. Mm-hmm. A little book thing. Um, so they're both there in the window. It's just that particular clip or scene or whatever snippet we got just focused in on that but they're actually if it went a bit more to the left as we looked at it Rand would be there too in the window sill as well okay so yeah so they must get there first then Moraine and such turn up and uh, then I suppose we might just be waiting on Egwene and Parrot but the tinkling Parrot caravan is on his way to Harleman anyway they're heading
1: east yes so yes.
0: maybe they might turn up near the end maybe they might not turn up to episode 7 but um, episode 6 sorry. yeah yeah um, so yeah.
1: Well, that'll be exciting. I'm excited to see Tarzan. Yeah. And more eye to and, and getting to see more of their behaviors and.
0: Tell us about Jenny the dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the dog.
0: The the quote the dog yeah.
1: <laughs> Maverick's very interested. More dogs, please. Yes, more dogs, please. There we go. Uh... <laughs> no, I think I'm you know I'm excited to see where this goes, and I'm sad that we're halfway Getting through to the halfway point and yeah, I, uh, it makes me sad and we don't know when season two is going we need season two already yes i heard
0: someone say like oh come on just release and tell us when season two is coming out i was like what like season one is even over you're already asking when is season two yeah coming all out? i
1: want for christmas is season two
0: oh, all i want <laughs> maybe that's it christmas day they announce season two release date <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
0: and, and
1: be, that
0: they started Season 3. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, I think that would be, like, very quickly after they, uh, That'll be, like, between Christmas and New Year's, there's an announcement. Oh, Season 3 confirmed! Yes. You know? Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's done really well. It's Amazon's um, number one uh, premiere this year. It's one of their top five premieres ever. It's just been rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes at 85%. Nice. Um, so, yeah, despite all the book dickheads... Um, <laughs>
1: because there's enough of them out
0: there Jesus Christ um, you know it's, it's doing really well I think so. yeah and uh, luckily I don't think they're going to hold it back from getting more and more so, cause I'm, I'm seeing a lot of good articles so. yeah
1: absolutely
0: yeah. folks hit us up if you think we've missed something uber important if you think my uh, wacky theories are just way too fucking wacky or if I've missed one I didn't get wacky enough with perhaps um, you know let us know you can email malkitalks.gmail.com you can hit me up on twitter where in the new year you'll find my dad jokes again I'm doing competition in um, in January I pushed it back because there's too much real life stuff happening and a TV show Um, so yeah come join us uh, next weekend uh, if you're listening uh, on on release weekend of this episode or even beginning of next week uh, on December 11th at 730 Eastern. you can come join us for What a Holiday 24 hour charity live stream raising money for Brandon Sanderson's charity The Lightweaver Foundation that's going to be a lot of fun and I don't have to stay out for the entire 24 hours this time.
1: You're also not going to do a striptease, are you?
0: No, I'm definitely not doing a striptease. But there is a threefold brunch. Oh. So we might be getting drunk at 8 a.m. Eastern, which for me is 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So that seems perfectly fine to be getting drunk at that yeah. point. We're doing some um, uh, m- m- um and other sort of IU-related drinks and just discussions and, and having a bit of fun. Um, so, yeah. Before I go, I do have some shout-outs to do so um, part of the perks if you join my Patreon by the way which you can do patreon.com slash Malkit Talks uh, come help me get even more screens um, <laughs> you know why not Free screens uh, but you know just upgrade the, the software and the equipment and things that I use that's what it all goes towards thank you very much to all my patrons but uh, new patrons get a shout out on the podcast when they join and I feel like I've been really slack and not done the last couple as well as the one that joined yesterday so uh, just in case I've missed you here's a shout out for Melindra Thank you Woo! for joining.
1: Woo,
0: um, Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate having you here. Melindra is one of my co-hosts on Threefold Talk. Um, she is the star of the Meluendo, we decided to call it uh, last night, the uh, night before even. Meluendo. Instead of innuendo, it's meluendo. Uh, particularly Clever. Particularly after the uh, comments about Matt's very merry dimples um, <laughs> <laughs> on, on the one holiday adverts. So welcome, Melindra after that we have niles 9lz thank you so much for joining niles
1: um, thanks.
0: yeah it's great to have you here uh, thank you so much for joining um i think oh god who who's at what level i forget and uh, no, i know niles you joined as a seven towers guardian uh melindra what did you join us oh, i think you place. said
1: she was also Seven yeah she's seven, seven, seven towers
0: and uh last but not least uh, joined up yesterday uh, please welcome Bane and Chiad, another <laughs> like three of my co-hosts from Freefold Talk, and now patrons. <laughs> You're awesome ladies. Also a Seven Towers Guardian, so thank you so much. Um, I, I, if I have given the other shout-outs, you got an extra shout-out because I feel like I missed you. Um, and if I missed any of the patrons for shout-outs, please let me know, and I'll just I'll do more shout-outs. I like doing shout-outs. So.
1: Yeah. Do an end-of-the-year big shout-out for everyone.
0: End-of-the-year big shout-out. Ooh, yes. yeah. I like it just let's literally put up a video hi I just want to say thank you to all my patrons list them and then say
1: bye yes you know
0: that sounds good I like that <laughs> so alright folks thank you for listening Kayla thank you for joining me again of
1: course
0: always I will see you next time because uh, I won't see you in between obviously
1: you know <laughs>
0: Maverick thank you for joining us bud
1: totally not yeah, interested totally not interested <laughs>
0: <laughs> and until next time folks may you always find water and shake bye, bye.